These visits had become more routine for Sam since he'd joined the murder squad, or the major incident team as it was more properly called, although those on the team still preferred the old moniker. It carried more of a buzz when dropped in pubs and clubs, some of the younger detectives using the title like a pickup line. Sam had been there for a year, drafted in after a few years working on the financial crimes unit. Murder cases brought the prosecution and police closer together. Someone had died. In this case, it was a gang killing, and the only way for justice to be served was for the killer to be found and put away. Everyone involved had different views on the case, but they all shared the same goal, to lock up the person who took a life and hope that he never saw daylight again. This visit was an important one, though, because it was an attempt to rescue the case. The trial was the following week, and they were having trouble with witnesses. It wasn't unusual with a gang killing, a senior man in one gang murdered by a junior man from another, some young wannabe on the way up. But it was so important to keep going. There would still be reprisals, but there would be even more if the killer walked away. One gang would be angry, and the other would think it had become untouchable. A conviction would at least keep one more participant off the streets. But the witnesses weren't from that world. They were people at a bus stop who saw the murderer, the taxi driver who unknowingly drove the killer away from the scene. They were decent people, appalled, happy to stand up for what was right. But eventually the revulsion started to fade and was replaced by fear, especially when their homes were visited by large men in suits, the scars on their knuckles showing their real occupation, thugs and enforcers. There had been no direct threats, of course, just polite offers of lifts to and from court or entreaties not to worry about giving evidence. But the message they conveyed, delivered with smiles and good manners, filled the witnesses with fear. We know who you are, and we know where you live. As the lift door opened, Sam straightened his tie and identification badge. He took a deep breath. He was nervous about the outcome. He would have to report back, and if he didn't get what he wanted, people would remember that, not the reason. The prosecutor was waiting for him as he emerged from the lift. Kim Reader. He was pleased to see her. Tall and elegant, she was just what he wanted from a lawyer. Kim was smart and assertive, with a good legal brain, but she also had enough wit to beguile a jury. She wasn't the lead prosecutor. A QC would handle the main parts of the trial, but Kim would keep everything turning over just fine. Sam knew this was a tough case for her. She'd started to use hire cars for her journey to the office. It was every prosecutor's fear that the next case might be one they can't leave behind in the office, the sanctity of their home shattered by a shotgun blast through a window, or worse. Kim didn't want to be followed, and changing her car reduced that threat, although Sam guessed that her home address wouldn't be hard to find out. The unwritten code that those who work in the law are left alone when at home is obeyed by most, but not every criminal sticks to the rules. Hello, Sam, Kim said, smiling as he approached her. This shouldn't take long. She turned to walk back into the office, which was made up of narrow white corridors. The once larger building had been subdivided into small rooms, although some areas were designed for open-plan use. Sam could see heads just above computer monitors along the length of a room, mostly quiet, either admin staff dealing with the day-to-day processing work or lawyers working on active cases. Kim pointed into a room as she walked along. 
There was a table with papers separated into piles. I was just going through the case, she said, as she walked on. Coffee? Yes, thanks, he said, and followed her into the office kitchen. As Kim filled the kettle, she said, How's Joe? She didn't look at Sam as she said it, as if it was just a casual enquiry. A brother? Yes. Then Sam remembered. Oh, that's right. You were at college together. He gave a small laugh. He seems just the same as ever.